0: Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of a truly inspirational, all-American podcast. This is Feminist Folk Tales with me, your host, Mary Frances. Each one of our limited series podcasts will delve into the life of a patriarchal, misconstrued, and discredited American female folk hero. Through sublime first-person narration by actress Miranda Jean, we shall travel back in time across the misty moors of legends, over the steep valleys of mail-washed history, and discover the true stories of our courageous sisters and present them to you here for the first time ever, free of all sexist slander and with the utmost dignity they deserve. This is Feminist Folk Tales. Now let's pay a visit to the wilting salad days of colonial America. You might be familiar with the story of how a young Pennsylvania Quaker girl named Betsy Ross came to sew the very first American flag. But I'm sure you didn't know the hardships she faced throughout her lifetime and the subsequent scrutiny of her legacy, let's discover the feminist folk tale, Betsy Ross.
1: Good Lord above, forgive my family for disowning me because I've married outside my Quaker faith. Eloping at the tavern in New Jersey was never my ideal wedding. But John is a good man, and a fantastic upholsterer. We share such a bond through our love of upholstery. One that will never be torn apart. Oh no! John was blown up! My heart grieves! But I must keep mending uniforms and sewing tents for our patriots! Some claim I am the beautiful young widow who distracted Carl von Donop at Mont Holly. Patriot. 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 There is no evidence to support such a blatantly sexist claim that I flirted with Donop. To keep him and his troops from entering the Battle of Trenton. Male history has tried to pin this on me instead of acknowledging all the grunt work I did packaging ammunition for the Continental Army. Why? On this fine May morning of 1776, none other than General George Washington, Robert Morris, and my late husband's uncle, George Ross, visited me at my upholstery shop and entrusted me with sewing our new nation's very first flag. And so I toiled day and night with my needle. Until a month later, I had finished sewing the emblem of the United States of America. Our very first Star Spangled Banner. (laughs) But wait, what is this? I'm being tried in the court of public opinion? They doubt that I, indeed, sewed our nation's first flag despite having personally embroidered ruffles on George Washington's shirt bosoms and cuffs, despite my uncle-in-law being part of the secret Continental Congress, despite no proof existing that it was not me who sold our nation's first flag, I am continually presented as a mere symbol lacking substance, a pretty lady fabled that sits quietly on the mantle among heroic men and their boisterous cannons. But woe well unto them! For even if their petty grievances are in some way true, their perception of my lasting legacy is where they so greatly falter. They think I did but a woman's work, a dainty seamstress. But they do not see a fourth generation American, eighth of 17 children, who despite being shunned, joined the free Quakers in our nation's fight for freedom, worked long hours while raising seven children and outliving three husbands. And, after the death of my first husband, John, was the sole business owner of my upholstery shop that I ran for several decades after the war, thus making me one of America's first women of industry and enterprise. Hark! My sisters, I did what many would call impossible, so remember me as I truly was, a woman of great integrity and fortitude that would withstand war, death, blindness, and excommunication. I am Betsy Ross,
0: a true feminist hero. Thank you for listening to the first of our limited edition five-episode podcast series, Feminist Folk Tales. We hope you enjoyed learning about the incomparable Betsy Ross and will join us next week when another legendary woman's story is set straight. I'm Mary Frances and remember, women are the world.